This is Desiree Summer, and you are listening to the podcast where we talk about how to style, beautify, and make your life fun again. Here we go. coming to you from July. I've had a wonderful week. Got my hair done. I feel like a brand new woman. It's amazing how the little things can make you feel so much better. I don't know why I wait so long to get it done. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, friendships, and three ways to make better friendships. So my question for you is, are you maybe unintentionally shooting yourself in the foot when it comes to making deeper friendships? to having friendships that are really meaningful and supportive. So let's find out if you are. I have a quote here that I love. It is from John Evelyn, who says, friendship is the golden thread that ties the heart of all the world. You know, it's sort of interesting because I feel like most of us live lives that are filled with people, right? We live with people, we live with kids, spouses, roommates, we go to work, we go to school, and we see all of our coworkers and our peers. Most of us engage daily with clients. We deal with male people and neighbors and clerks. We head to coffee shops and museums and takeout places and restaurants and bars and movie theaters, all of which are usually full of people. We even now have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter accounts that are brimming with contacts. We're literally swimming in people and connections which begs the question, why are so many of us so quietly, vaguely, still hungry for more? Even those of us with large friend groups aren't immune to this restless discontent, the sense of being not deeply connected to others. It's like we know more people than ever before. We have more ways to connect that are right at our fingertips. And yet, you know, there's few people that we can really count on in a pinch, let alone have fully support us in the aftermath of emotional trauma. Now, many of us have a lot of relationships and friendships that are entertaining, that enthrall us. They're good for amusing ourselves, but we don't have nearly as many friendships that are really nourishing, that ground and support us and even nurture us, that are, as Samuel Johnson says, a sheltering tree. And all of that just makes perfect sense when you look at the studies, when you look at the numbers. Those studies consistently show that most of us make our friends based on the places where we live, work, play, inhabit, right? So we tend to find friends um, and a coworker at work. We find someone in our, our field of career that's a peer and we make them a friend. We're always at the PTA meeting, so we make friends with other moms. Or we're in a jogging club where we meet someone. Maybe you've been on um, a yoga retreat and you've met someone. The studies also show that we primarily see these kinds of friends only at those places. So that's probably been true for all of humankind for, I don't know, probably since the dawn of humanity, right? We tend to make friends with people in our vicinity. 
So if that's always been true, what's changed where we're not able to make deeper friendships? And I think it's really the pace of our modern lives. The studies also show that the average American changes jobs 12 times in their life. We stay in a job for only three to four years, and we now relocate about every five years. That is a ton of change, a ton of turnover that we never used to see. And it's pretty hard to sustain friendships with those kinds of of numbers, with that kind of change, let alone give them the time, the space they need to naturally deepen into something more meaningful and stable. So if you don't have those deep friendships in your life, and if you find yourself yearning for them, not only do I think that is really common nowadays, but I'd like to let you off the hook. It's not you, it's us. It's us as a society, right? In fact, you're probably, I'm willing to guess, pretty darn good at forging new friendships in new places. I mean, you've had to be to survive and to even be able to make friends. If you're always going new places, you have to have really good skills about building new friendships. But as I mentioned before, it does take time to deepen friendships into something more than just fun, right? To get beyond a good rapport with someone into the kind of connection and history that we can count on. And the pace of our lives, I just don't think it's gonna change anytime soon. So we've gotta figure out new ways of making that work. So we're gonna have to get really good at taking some of our friendships that we really like, that we see potential in, and be willing to forge them into the kinds of friendships that are location-proof so that when we change jobs or we change neighborhoods or we even change states, we still have some of those friendships and that are fast-paced life-proof, right? So I've been thinking a lot about that and here are three ways to do just that. The number one way to get good at making deeper friendships is to get good at making the first move. Be brave, be vulnerable, and extend the olive branch first. You know, be willing to be the one to say, I'd like to be better friends with you. We should go do something outside of work, like maybe a movie or lunch. It's funny how often we assume we're the only ones in the market for a deeper friendship or feeling kind of lonely in a crowd and that everyone else is just perfectly fine. They're all set. Don't fall for that. Instead, let's assume that the other person is in the exact same boat as us. And let's make the first move to start to take those friendships outside of the location where we met them. Let's get the friend who is a coworker that we really, really like, and let's do things with them outside of work so that we can build that deeper friendship. A side note to all of this, life is so frantic right now. You really have to make sure that we are consciously making space and time in our schedule, in our daily life, our weekly life, for spending actual times with people we'd like to get to know. If you don't have any time in your schedule, this is never going to work. So make sure that you are providing that. And then, you know, invite a coworker friend to lunch. Offer to bring that friend you met in the jogging group coffee when you meet up. And then after you're done jogging or doing whatever, take the time afterwards to sit and talk with her for a while. Too often we're just running with our car keys in hand to the next activity, the next thing on the schedule. Slow down and take some time. 
then as you start to do that, commit to going deeper. What does that mean? Be a little more vulnerable, a little more honest, and most importantly, let's be a little less perfect each time. Number two, be a competition-free zone. I can't stress this enough. We live in the days of Instagram and Facebook and social media, and I think it's been really become very common to see our friends as friendly competition. But you know, I think there's another word for that, and it's called frenemies. Once upon a time, I knew this woman who she could charm the pants off of anyone. She was so warm and personable and friendly. She had no problem seemingly befriending any stranger. So it was really startling as I got to know her a little bit more that it was really obvious she had no actual friends, none of them. And then I spent some time with her and I started figuring out why. You know, she was constantly judging others and comparing herself to them. Underneath all her confidence, she was a little insecure. So what would happen is she'd smooth a new friend and then ruin it by cutting them down with a little snarky comment that would leak out whenever she was feeling insecure, whenever she was worried they might be doing better than her. Most of us would never do that, right? But how many of us can relate to spending our days comparing our lives, our bodies, our successes, our homes to our friends? I know I can certainly get caught in that, but nothing can sour the potential of a friendship to go deeper than us having the mindset that our friends are actually our competition. Whether we mean to or not, whether we ever voice the thought, that energy tends to leak out and people can feel it. Instead, let's be the friend who can see what the other person has to offer without feeling insecure or threatened. We all have different things to offer. We all have different gifts and attributes and there's more than enough for us all, right? So instead of that, Be the person who's willing to throw a friend a celebration party for a milestone. Be the first to clap for their success and give sincere compliments. That's the kind of space that will build deep trust and love. And those are the kinds of friendships that are stay with us over a big move or a relocation. All of which brings us to number three, be a resource, not a drain. There is a really interesting way that many of us as women break the ice and make friends, particularly with other women that I've noticed, and I'm very guilty of this myself. We make a self-depreciating comment to a new group of women about maybe having a bad hair day, or someone gives us a compliment about our outfit, and we're in a new group, so we just deflect it and we say something like, oh, this old thing? Uh, At work, we might make friends by complaining about maybe management or another coworker or uh, talking negatively about our lives. We bond through our negativity. And that's fine except for one thing. We can really get stuck there. And we can end up in friendships that are all about complaining, venting, griping, whining, and we never get any deeper. The negative always ends up depleting us And so do these kinds of relationships. You've probably noticed it yourself, right? So instead, we really have to make it a point to talk about the good stuff in our lives, to celebrate milestones and birthdays, to have fun going out together, to engage in shared interests that we both enjoy. We have to make it a point to make our friendships more about connecting through positivity. 
Now, that doesn't mean that you can't talk to a good friend if you're having a bad day or you can't occasionally vent, but the important thing there is the word occasionally. Don't make the negative a habit in your friendships. Uh, Make the time you spend together be a source of energy and joy, not of depletion. If the friendship gives to you both, if it brings both of you more energy than it depletes, then you're far more likely to make the effort to sustain that friendship no matter where you guys end up. So those are the three ways to make friendships into something even deeper, more supportive, more lasting, despite the pace of the times we live in. And in conclusion, right, is it possible to develop these deeper friendships and support despite the fact that we change jobs and locations so much? You know, absolutely. We just have to be willing to refine our skill sets and make more of an effort to take our friendships to the next level. So with that, I hope that really helps. I'm going to see you guys next week with a brand new blog. And I'd love to send you lots of love and friendship to all of you out there. I so appreciate you listening. It means the world to me. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.